Hey y'all, this is Vera Payam, your podcast and kinky cam girl, talking about sex, ethics, integrity, and navigating life as a kind-hearted sex worker in a cold-blooded 9-to-5 world. <laughs> this episode is about overcoming fear and anxiety. Uh, I really, really, I've been wanting to do this episode for a while, but I've been really struggling about how to talk about this. Um... I have anxiety, really bad anxiety. Um, uh, I've had, it's called generalized anxiety, uh, and I've had it ever since I was a kid. Um, uh, And I struggled with how to talk about this because, you know, on the one hand, like, you know, I can't talk about identity and integrity without talking about my own identity, without talking about all of the things that go in to what make up my identity, and what make up my sense of personal integrity. Um, And so I had to be honest about where I come from and what my experiences are. But on the other hand, you know, I didn't want this to be some kind of wah, wah, you know, so sad, so sorry, right? Like it's not about whining or complaining, right? And so I was trying to figure out exactly the best way to talk about this. Um, So for those of you that are familiar, a lot of people suffer from anxiety. So for those of you that are familiar with anxiety, then I'm definitely preaching to the choir. You understand where I'm coming from. Um, For those of you that have never experienced anxiety, (laughs) bless your heart. Bless your heart. (laughs) You're very fortunate. Um, But I'll try to give you, I, I feel like people that don't grasp anxiety, they just really don't get it. But the best example that I can give is, um, you know that feeling where like you're at work and you know you fucked up, like you fucked up big and you know it was your fault and you get that call into the boss's office and you know that you're about to get your fucking ass handed to you? That's anxiety. And I wake up like that every fucking day and that feeling doesn't go away until I fucking go to bed. And then even at night, I have really bad nightmares. Um especially lately. Actually, the other night, uh, man, I have fucked up nightmares. I had this nightmare the other night that, um, that I, for some reason, started doing heroin and I was shooting needles into my fucking ears and I dreamt that I had some kind of job and my boss was just walking by looking at me like, the fuck? I had like drug paraphernalia all over the fucking counter. I had needles sticking out of my head and I just couldn't stop. And I was just like, fucked up. And everybody around me is looking at me like, dang, what the fuck is this girl's problem, you know? Like, um, and I woke up fucking terrified. Fucking terrified. Um, And that's how I tend to start my day. Every day I tend to wake up in pretty severe fear. Straight up terror. Um, uh, And so it was hard to figure out how to talk about this because, you know, on the same token, yeah, this is my struggle. This is what I deal with. But you know what? The world doesn't care. (laughs) Outside of my own head, outside of my bed, outside my window, the sun is out, birds are chirping, and life moves on. And so it's kind of an interesting struggle, you know, to, to know that I have this challenge to work with, but that also, like, this is it. This is my challenge, and that it's my responsibility as an adult to somehow... Uh, overcome these hurdles, you know, whether that means I have to walk around it, I can, some days I can leap over them, you know, easy peasy, and other days I'm lucky if I can just fucking crawl underneath them, you know, um, but either way, you know, that's, that is my challenge, 
And I wanted to talk about this episode because I think that whether or not you have anxiety, um, I think that we all have things that we struggle with in our lives. You know, we all have it, whether it's, you know, whether it's, uh, it's a mental disorder, whether you suffer from something like bipolar, PTSD, depression, um, you know, maybe you've got past trauma from family issues. You know, we don't, we don't get to choose these things, right? Um, these things are, you know, sometimes they're out of our control. You know, we don't get to choose the family that we're born into. Maybe you've got, you know, a really difficult work environment or a really unhealthy living situation, you know, whatever it is. Um, whatever your challenge is, I think that the reason I wanted to do this episode is that I think the tools for getting through it are very similar. I think to some degree, we all kind of suffer with, you know, these, uh, these fears, you know, am I good enough? Am I going to be able to do it? Will I be able to succeed? Will I be able to overcome, you know, the hurdles that, that are, are thrown at me? Um, you know, and, and so for me personally, uh, I'll just share with you what it looks like in my world. Um, you know, a lot of the things that I struggle with is even getting out of bed. You know, I struggle with a lot of isolating. I definitely tend to isolate, um, especially working from home, having moved away from my friends and family. You know, it's very easy for me to isolate. Um, I think the hardest thing, though, um, is, is a lot of it is like this, this just debilitating fear, this fear of like, I don't want to say nothing. It's like nothing and everything at the same time. And it's so, I think what happens is this anxiety for me gets so overwhelming that it prevents me from taking action. I think that's the hardest thing about dealing with anxiety is I'll often get into this place where I can write lists up and down. I'll write down what I need to do. All right, cool. I want to do this. I want to do that. And I'll write it all down. And then it's like, all right, time to get to work. Huh? And then I'm stuck. I'm fucking stuck. It's like I, I can see what I need to do, but I just can't push past the glass. I'm just stuck, like behind a glass wall, you know? Um, and a lot of times with anxiety, you know, uh, they often say that it, it triggers a fight or flight mode, right? So oftentimes people with anxiety get very moody. You know, some days they're, they're sad and they're crying and they're depressed. And then other days they're just irritable and anxious and frustrated, you know? And so similarly, I go through phases where, you know, I'll have days where I can't even get out of bed. You know, I'll sleep for 12 hours at a time, you know, um, and I definitely been struggling with that, you know, the last like the last few weeks has been really difficult, you know, um, but fortunately, the other side of anxiety is flight mode is fight mode. And so, you know, sometimes, you know, once I, I go through this enough, I finally get to a point where I'm just like, I've had it. I just I can't do this shit anymore. I have to get up and I have to do something. I have to change my surroundings. I just have to. Um, and so at the same time that we all have our struggles and the things that our challenges that we have to overcome, I believe that we also all have tools. We all have strengths and strong suits that, you know, that we can look inside of ourselves and find and that we can lean on to help us push through whatever it is that's that's holding us back. And so fortunately for me, some of my strong suits are um, a sense of self-worth. You know, I gotta say that I'm every day I am thankful and blessed for my family. Um, even though, you know, I don't see them very often, you know, and I'm, and as an isolator, I'm super bad about even picking up the phone to call and say hello, but I've been definitely going out of my way to try to do that more, you know, try to call my friends, call my family and just tell them how I feel about them and strike up that conversation. And fortunately for me, you know, I grew up, I had a really great dad growing up, um, you know, and 
And I felt very loved and supported in my family. You know, there's always struggles with my family too, but for the most part, you know, I remember feeling loved and supported. And thankfully for me, that get, that's where for me a lot of my sense of self-worth and self-confidence comes in. So fortunately, even in my darkest times, even when it's really hard for me to get out of bed and I'm just tired, I'm exhausted, and I just don't know if I can face the world, um, I am fortunate enough that my sense of self-worth doesn't ever quite disappear. I do know that... Um, that if I'm able to take a deep breath and I'm able to push through, I know that I'm capable of accomplishing my goals and doing the work that I need to do to get through my day. Um, some of the other strengths that I lean on are self-love. And then the other thing I allow myself is I, I allow myself to have compassion. Um, I allow myself to, to have compassion for where I'm at. Um, that on the days where, you know, I can't quite get out of bed and I can't quite make it and I can't quite do the things that I need to do, I give myself compassion and I, I give myself, uh, and I give myself compassion by, by not getting down on myself, by saying, you know what, it's okay. You know, some days, some days all I can do is get out of bed and feed the cat and drink a cup of coffee. <laughs> some days that's all that I'm, I'm capable of doing and that's okay. You know, that's okay. Um, you know, maybe for, Maybe some people are able to get a lot more things done on their days. Maybe some people's low days aren't nearly as bad as mine, you know? But um, but for me, just sometimes all I can get done is the bare minimum, and that's okay, you know? Um, um, <sighs> I think um, being able to have the patience with myself and to know when to push myself and when to give myself patience and care. Uh, sometimes that can be, be difficult to figure out. Um, but, um, but being patient with myself, uh, allowing myself to have patience for those times where I can't get out of bed, you know, those times where I'm too scared to do anything you know, and, uh, and making sure that those things don't affect my sense of self-worth. That just because I couldn't accomplish my goals today doesn't mean that I'm any less of a person. It doesn't mean that I am any less valuable or it doesn't mean that I don't deserve to be here just as much as any other person. And the last thing that gets me through is hope. That even in my darkest days where it seems really difficult and you know, I'm really getting down on myself, beating myself up for not being able to do what everybody else does, right? Everybody else does this. Nobody else spends 15 hours a day sleeping. You know, other people don't have to waste days like paralyzed in fear, sitting on the couch under their blanket, terrified to even, you know, put their feet on the ground. Like, you know, but even, even during those times, um, I remind myself that there's hope, right? That just as much as the pendulum swings to one side, that it will swing back. And that's the one thing that I also, I also try to always keep with me is a sense of hope. Hope that, you know what, today didn't work out the way I wanted it to, but tomorrow can be better. I can make it better tomorrow. Um, or, you know, maybe I don't feel that well right now, but maybe if I go take a walk, maybe I'll feel better in a couple hours. You know, maybe there's, maybe a couple hours later I'll feel better. Maybe after I eat something, I'll feel better. And so I think the other thing that, that really gets me through is I always try to maintain a sense of hope. 
So for me, um, you know, and, you know, and some days, you know, some days it doesn't work out that well, you know, but for the most part, overall, I think when I look at my life and when I look at, you know, my trajectory and where I'm going and the things I'm doing, I think overall, I have to give myself credit that I'm headed in the right direction. That, you know, uh, at the end of the day, when I look at it, it's, you know, I'm, I'm doing well, I'm accomplishing my goals, and I'm satisfied with who I am, you know, um, even if I don't accomplish everything I set out to do, that I'm, I'm happy with who I am. And so uh, I think another, another big thing that I've been trying to work on lately is, and something too that I can give myself credit for is um, going from management to, um, to thriving. And so I think that's definitely something that, um, I know when I was younger, most of my life was, was dedicated to management. I remember, so I'll give you some examples of like what anxieties looked like for me. Um, I remember being in like junior high. I remember, you know, you'd be in gym class and they'd line you all up to run. And I remember we'd all be like there at the starting line waiting to go. And I would already, and my teacher would come up to me and be like, are you okay? Cause I would just be, <gasps> Like before we even started the run, I would already be out of breath. My chest would be hurting. I couldn't even breathe. Like there'd be days where my, my you know, my PE teacher would just be like, hey, it's cool. You could just, just sit this one out. You're all right, you know? Um, I remember I remember in high school, I actually spent two weeks where I just, I just couldn't even leave my room, you know? And luckily my dad was patient with me and he was like, you know, are you okay? And I was, he's like, you don't have to go to school. It's all right. And so I spent two weeks just you know, staying in my room, just kind of doing art and, you know, collaging and listening to music and stuff like that. And then uh, until I finally was like, hey, I think I can go back to school now. I think I'm okay, you know. Um, um, and so a lot of a lot of my my early life has really just been spent managing. Um, I think it took me a long time too to realize that I had anxiety. Um, I mean, it sounds very obvious, right, when I talk about these things, but from my perspective, this is all I've ever known, right? That's all I've ever known. You know, I'm like, doesn't everybody feel like fucking amped up and on 10, like all the time? Oh my God, aren't you nervous? Aren't you nervous? I'm nervous. Like, you know, and then people would be like, no, are you okay? No, I'm not nervous. <laughs> um, and so I think, you know, uh, uh, yeah, the very, a lot of my, you know, my, my childhood, my teens, and even, you know, um, you know, like my early college days were really just spent learning how to, number one, accept what it was that I was going through. So the first thing I had to do was say, oh, I have an anxiety disorder. This is real. And it's, and I think, you know, I think it's important to say those things, right? And not from a place of, and not from a place of weakness of, of, oh, poor, poor pity me, you know, or anything like that, but from a real honest standpoint, like we have to acknowledge that if there are things in our world that are going to hold us back, we need to know what they are. If there's a hurdle in front of us, we need to know what it is so that we can figure out how to best go over it, under it, around it, sideways, whatever we need to do. And so for me, the first step was, oh, okay, I have anxiety. Okay, I have this thing. All right. And then acknowledging how it affects me, right? How it affects my behavior, how it affects the people around me. Um, and then figuring out what to do about it. So now that I have this thing, you know, what do I do about it? Um, and how do I, how do I, I manage my life and how do I navigate the world knowing that this is going to be my challenge? And 
And for me, going back to my strengths, I think having a really strong sense of self and having confidence in who I am has been so massively important because I think for a lot of people, there's, you know, acknowledging these things that are holding us back, whether it's, you know, like I said, our childhood or, you know, PTSD or bipolar, whatever, whatever it is that, that we struggle with, you know, I think for some people, just the idea of acknowledging those things makes them feel like a failure, you know, makes them feel like I'm broken. There's something wrong with me, right? Like I'm not right. Everybody else is functional. Everybody else can do these things. How come I can't, you know? And that kind of thinking is really toxic. I think it's really important to be able to say, you know what, everybody's got their things and this is mine. And this is something that I will have to deal with my whole life. And the sooner that I embrace that and I acknowledge it, the sooner that I can work to, to manage and navigate my life with it. And as soon as I was started to be honest with myself about what was going on and, and how it was affecting the way that I behaved and the way that I treated others and the way that I interacted with others, um, you know, the easier it became to see like, oh, that's what this is right now. Oh, this is just anxiety. Let me check in with myself and do the things that I need to do take care, to take care of myself and to make sure that I can, you know, all right, you know, work up and, and be functional and be able to face the day. And, um, and so again, I think that that, that patience and that self-love is really important, no matter what it is that we're going through, that it's okay. It's okay to struggle. It's okay to have bad days. It's okay to have off days. You know, if you make a mistake or you fuck up, you know, that's okay. You know, give yourself, give yourself that patience. Give yourself that, allow yourself to, for, to forgive yourself, you know, um, because I think as long as we acknowledge what we're going through and what's going on, then we can learn from those mistakes, right? Rather than take those as a reflection of, I am a mistake, you know, it's, we are not a mistake. We make mistakes, right? Like, I can fix that. I can be better, right? Um, that making a mistake isn't a reflection on who you are as a person, right? And not... Uh, and not taking that in as, you know, I'm not good enough, right? No, you know, we all struggle. We all have bad days and that that's okay, right? It's how we, and it's not about, you know, it's not about I fucked up. It's about, you know, how can I be better next time, right? How can I acknowledge this problem and how can I, you know, prevent it from happening in the future? Or how can I, you know, make it a little better next time, right? <sighs> And, um, and so for me, you know, I think, I think the toughest thing about anxiety is that, um, you know, I've got to constantly remind myself that if I put in the work that I will get the results. And the toughest thing about anxiety is that sometimes it freezes me from action. Um, but the fortunate thing about anxiety is that I try to tap into that fight mode that says, you know what, just fuck it. Just forget what I'm feeling, work through it anyway. Right. Um, I will say, it. and I think, and I think no matter what we're going through, we can find ways to use that in our benefit. We can find ways to use that as an asset. And so for me, I try to tap into those parts of my anxiety that push me into action. You know, I got to say, you know what, this is my challenge and I got to do the work. I have to do the work. And that if, and I just tell myself that if I do the work, I will get the results I want. But if I don't do, and you know, maybe I won't. And maybe there'll be days where I do the work and I do everything that I thought I, I should have done and maybe, you know, and, you know, maybe it still doesn't work out the way that I want it to, you know, but I'll never know unless I do the work.
And so um, I wanted to, to make this episode, um, you know, for anybody that struggles with fear or anxiety, whether you, whether you have generalized anxiety or whether you just have anxiety about a small issue in your life, you know, we all have moments of, of fear and anxiety. And, um, you know, and I think we all just need that, that reminder that it's okay. We can do it. You know, you can do it. Whatever you're struggling with, whatever is is holding you back, whatever that that hurdle is that seems so daunting, just know that, you know, be patient with yourself, love yourself, and don't be afraid to look at it. Don't be afraid to look at it for what it is, you know, even and take those notes. And even if it's difficult and even if it's hard, just take a deep breath and say, you know what, that's okay. If I put in the work, I'm going to do it. But if I don't take that first step, then I won't go anywhere. So if I want to go somewhere, I got to take that first step. Well, thank you all. Thank you for letting me share this part. And, um, and I hope that this has given you, um, you know, a little insight into me and, and how I function and, you know, the things that I work with. But also I hope that it's given you a little inspiration, you know, that whatever it is that you're going through, you know, maybe it's not as bad as what I deal with. Maybe it's 10 times worse than what I deal with, you know. Um, we've all got our own journey. But that whatever journey that you're going through, just know that, you know, you don't have to go through it alone, right? That, um, you know, you can always reach out for help. I know, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm one to talk about that. I'm definitely an isolator, you know, but, um, but know that it's okay to reach out for help. That asking for help is, it doesn't mean that you're weak. It's not a reflection on you. It doesn't mean that you failed. We all struggle and we all need help. Every so often we all, even if it's just a word of encouragement, someone to tell us, hey, you're doing okay. You're doing all right. You can make it. You can do it. You know, whatever it is, don't be afraid to reach out for help when you need it. Um, and don't be afraid to be compassionate with yourself and give yourself that patience and that compassion and that love. And, and above all, don't ever lose hope. Always remember that there's, there's always room for growth. Whatever you're going through, there's always room for improvement and that you can do it. As long as you put in the work, whatever you're struggling with, you will overcome this and, and you will, this, this too will pass. So thank you. And if nobody has told you today, please, I hope somebody has told you today, but if they haven't, please allow me to be the first. I don't know you, but I love you.